Hey, it's Jim Brickman, and you guys are listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium strollering crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's Cho Time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Aloha, come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello everybody and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 331 for the week of May 27th, 2020. So, big news going on today. But first, uh, I have Matt in the Tiki Hut. Hey Matt. Hey, how's it going? Thought I would uh, come hang out with you and save our listeners from the torture of just you. Like last week. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of last week, we didn't pick a winner for that yet, did we? Uh, no, I don't think we agreed on who was the winner yet. Okay, so uh, I guess we'll talk about that next week. So, uh, since Keith is not here, uh, Keith's air conditioning broke, so he's cleaning the house up to prepare for... Uh, the AC guy to move in and 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 live there. I guess I'm not <laughs> really sure. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, we got Steve here. You know, Steve's the newsman. So um, hey. thanks for coming on, Steve. Not pre- sure. Not pre-recorded this week. No, not this Somewhat week. Somewhat live. Yes. Somewhat live. So uh, huge news this week. But before we get into the big Disney parks news, you were telling us about your visit to Disney Springs today. So why don't you, you know, tell everybody what that experience was like? Uh, you know, the Disney store because the Disney store is open today. You know, the, the Disney owned stores and restaurants open today. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that experience? Sure. I mean, last I mean, last week when it opened with the third party, I went. Uh, just to see what it was like, and it's it's a mall. Uh, today, the World of Disney, the Market Co-op Place, Deluxe Burger, and a lot of the Disney-owned uh, kiosks opened up. So there was a ton of people, and by opening, which was 10 a.m., the, the place was jammed. And within an hour, the, they had actually closed Disney Springs. Uh, Disney Springs has a limit as to how many people are allowed in. Oh, wow. uh, when you get in, you have a temperature check, and it was the the parking lots were so full of people wanting to get to World of Disney, and the World of Disney decided to use a virtual queue. So you had to go put your name in, and then when there was a, a line, just like going to Rise of the Resistance, uh, you're called back and to, allowed to get in, and by. Ooh, Almost 10.40, it was about a four and a half, five hour backup for the virtual queue, they oh, estimated. Wow. wow. 
So there were a ton of people around. There was... I, I did not go. I, will, I did not want to head out there for the madness. Uh, during the morning, I figured I'd let a lot of other people brave it and see what they saw and uh, report from there. But I did not want to head out, out there at that particular time. It was madness. It is a store. It's just, you know, it's the world right, of Disney. Exactly. It's a store. Um, so we went out there later this afternoon, and it was about a 90-minute wait to get in. They have cut back. The virtual queue is, again, it's the same thing. You, get, you give your first name, last initial, phone number. They text you that they received it, and then they'll text you when your uh, number comes in to, to get in. Inside, they have cut back on the the rounders, and they've cut back on some of the displays to give more social distancing. They've put in a bunch of hand sanitizers. They have signs up asking for social distancing. They have plexiglass uh, in front of the cashiers. You do not give your cards to the cashier anymore. They used to sometimes say, give me your card, uh, and they'd swipe it for you. They're, they're pushing for a lot of contactless payment, so they're pushing for Apple Pay and other things to get through. Right. Uh, it was, you know, when you went in, there's nobody there. Uh, the rumor that I've heard was that was possibly maybe 200 people at a time within there, and that building can hold a heck of a lot more. That's not even 25% or 50%, which is what is allowed in the state of Florida at this point for gotcha. retail establishments. So they're, they're trying, I would assume, it looks like they're trying to, to start slow and build up just to right. see how people act. And most people are pretty good. I, I mean, I've been to other places where people have purposefully, if they see people in an aisle while walking to a different aisle, that didn't necessarily happen here. But it was there was plenty of room to walk around. There was good interaction with other, other people there, uh, other shoppers, and good interaction with the cast. And the greatest thing is that when you're walking through the mall, you saw stormtroopers. So, so when you're walking, uh, they, they were above the the Ever After store, and uh, it was just two stormtroopers looking down, just talking about social distancing and uh, making comments, being quiet. People stopped. People took pictures. People moved on. There was not a large gathering uh, around them, which was good. But it gave a bit of levity to what's happening, which I think is, is sorely needed. Uh, because this is this is different for many people. This is could, could almost very upsetting for a lot of people that uh, some people I've talked with. Just having to go through this with the masks, with temperature checks. Uh, so it does give a nice little bit of levity to what's happening. And uh, it was a very nice experience. Uh, Marketplace Co-op also has a virtual line. The Deluxe Burger, which opened, was just mobile only. And the other stores are slowly they're slowly starting to gain every 
every couple of days more stores are opening more restaurants are opening there's still work being done at uh, the M&M store which is now still scheduled to come and open uh, later this year so there's a lot of work taking place and the experience it was it was innocuous quite honestly in my opinion okay so it was pretty good so what was uh, you I, you uh, you mentioned that you ate at STK so what was the wait staff you know what was that experience life was the wait staff wearing masks were they not hovering around as much what was that experience like we, uh, we ate at STK we also last week uh, ate at Flight Pig and in both instances, the actually, and also the boathouse. Uh, in all instances, staff staff was great. The wore masks. Um, there was hand sanitizers at the entrances, if you if you so wanted. Uh, there are spaces. They you know they've put out spacers for, for to get in line. The wait staff. I never knew that every, anybody really hovering. Uh, to begin with, but they were very good. They watched out for you. They came over. They had conversation with you. Um, it seemed like a regular experience, except they were wearing a mask. Okay. The other thing is that in, in all of these places, every other table was blocked off. And in some cases, like the boathouse, they actually took, you can tell they took out a couple of, of uh, tables to begin with. Gotcha. But every other table was blocked off. There was. Uh, it was a very nice experience. It was the, the thing that you can tell the difference is, I think, is that it wasn't loud. Like you go to a lot of yes. these places, and the sound reverberates, and it's just it's just loud, and you can't have a conversation with the person next to you. This was pleasant. Wow, uh, that's good. And no. what? Go ahead, Matt. I was gonna say, do they have a lot more seating outdoors than than normal, or could you really tell a difference as far as that goes? No place really had uh, the polite pig put extra tables out across from where they are located, but no other place really put out that that I saw any extra tables. I know that uh, City Works is redoing their outside area. That's why it hasn't opened, and mm-hmm. Chef Art Smiths is putting in a new outside patio, so that's why they haven't opened as of yet. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So what was the experience like walking around with a mask outside? Uh, I mean, I know what it's like wearing a mask at, at when I go to a client or, or whatnot, but you're in Florida, you know, it's 90 degrees, humid. What is that experience like? Because that's going to be one of the biggest concerns coming up on our next topic in the in the parks reopening. It's it's not pleasant, uh, honestly. I mean, it's it's uncomfortable. Uh, it's the idea that it's restricted. For the first, you know, for the first hour, not not it's not that bad. Even in the heat, uh, after that, it starts to get a little annoying. You you feel you feel, you do feel perspiration. You do feel your face getting a little moister. Um, it, again, not not something that uh, for an entire day at the park, uh, it's going to be really difficult. Okay. Yeah, it's going right. to be really difficult. Yeah, that's uh, for people. You know, for people, if you're going in and out of places with air conditioning, that wasn't a problem. When we, we, we first went over last week, we were going into a number of stores to check them out. So inside and outside the air conditioning, after a while, it was okay. It was after you sat down and ate and then had to put your mask back on to go out. That was when I think it was really noticeable. Gotcha. Okay. And, and don't they have areas 
I think they call them relief areas or whatever, where they allow you, I guess, I don't know how long, where you can kind of take the mask off to kind of... Not a- yet. Okay. Not not yet from what, not yet from what, at least from what I've seen or experienced. Uh, I know they're talking about that. But the other thing is, if I mean, you have to remember, they're also now selling alcohol again from carts. They were selling, you know, last week, Starbucks was open. So if you have a drink in your hand and you're walking, it's, you know, what do you, you know, it's very, very inconvenient to keep taking off the mask and then putting it back on, taking off. So I saw a lot of people who uh, had the masks in their hand and they were walking around with the dr- with the drink and they were sipping every, you know, every couple of feet. And mm-hmm. when they finished it, they put the ma- they would put the mask back on. I'll say that was one of my questions was how stringent I guess was the security and everything being with people if you had your mask off were they you know forcing you to put it back on or anything like that there were not, there were not a lot of people I saw with a mask I, I don't I don't think I saw anyone with a mask off unless they had a drink in their hand okay and then when the drink was out the mask was back on I did see a lot of people who had it down where their nose was showing mm-hmm. right <laughs> but you know uh the mask is still on. Uh, it's not properly worn, but it it's still on. Right. All right. So uh, stepping away from Springs, I guess we can start talking about the the big news that was announced today. That uh, Walt Disney World finally announced that the uh, their opening plans for um, Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Um, you know, because Universal announced everything last week. Legoland announced last week, and SeaWorld also announced today. So I think the biggest thing that I more most people are probably surprised that was that it's uh, July and not June that it's opening. That was the biggest shock to me, especially after Universal announced, and I think SeaWorld actually went before Disney and announced that they were doing it in June as well. And I figured, you know, they might, you know, announce a couple weeks later or something like that, just to kind of you know, let Universal test the water, learn from their mistakes or whatever. But a full month later, that's that's quite a bit of a, you know, a time frame there that, that they're going to be open and Disney still, I guess, working the kinks out. I did see where um, Chapex did say that it was because of the, the size of the Disney Resort that they're, you know, quite a bit bigger than Universal is. But I still don't know if it's, that justifies a whole nother you know, month of them being closed. I think there's a lot of logistics uh, going at it. I was a little surprised as well. I thought it would be the end of June, um, more the beginning of July. But you have, uh, I don't know, how many resorts are there? You've got, what? 23? 20, 23 resorts there. I forget. And you have, they've been canceling on a rolling basis three weeks, three weeks out. Um, I know we still had reservations for the middle of or the end of June which had not yet been canceled. So even though they were taking for July and they've now announced that they're, they're not taking anything for a couple of days until they can help rejigger everything. So I think the logistics of who do you have in the park? How are you going to get the people if they've paid, if they've paid to be at a resort to get into the park with a new system of requiring people to now reserve a spot to get into the park. Right. So that, that, that's, I mean, Universal, yes, they've got, what, three resorts, three, four resorts now, but 
they their 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 volume is nowhere near the volume of of Disney. And even with the requirement mask requirements and everything else, I think Disney is still going to get a ton of people wanting to go. Yeah. Yeah. So also with the opening date was that the eleventh was that Animal Kingdom and the Magic Kingdom were opening up first, right? It was Ma- Animal yep, Kingdom. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then on the 15th was Studios and Epcot. I was kind of surprised that uh, – I, I would have thought that Epcot would have been along with Magic Kingdom. I wasn't expecting Animal Kingdom to open up, but I'm not surprised that they staggered the park openings. Yeah, I'm not surprised at that. I mean, I think it's going to be complete chaos for those three days that the other two parks aren't open with people trying to get in, either Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom. I, I, maybe I would assume it would be a little bit closer together and maybe not over a weekend uh, like they're doing. But um, I, I'm honestly, and I never thought about it. I, somebody had a, a, a tweet that they were shocked that Epcot is actually opening. To me, this is kind of your perfect opportunity. To just sh- I know they can't leave, they can't logistically really do this, but just shutter Epcot go through there and fix everything and have it done by the end of the year and ready to go. I'm also surprised Epcot opened. I'll be honest with you because what, after three or four key rides, everything else is eating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and walking and being out, you know, yeah, yeah, you're outdoors, but you know, are you, there's really no summer festival season per se. Um, but it, it's all aligned with outdoor food kiosks. Right. I mean, that's to me that that could be a that that could be a horror show of, well, and, uh, of social distancing. Yeah, I was going to say, and you got to think since they're saying a lot of the um, the interactive stuff are going to be shut down, they're not going to have what is it now? Is it still Phineas and Ferb, or has it changed to something else now? Um, I think it's it's been closed. I think the uh, yeah. The, Has that been closed? I think so. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you, little things like that for to keep the kids somewhat interested. Once you get off of, you know, the couple attractions that are there, there there's really not going to be a whole lot to appease a family. Well, you're talking so, no kid cot either. I mean, so you're not going to have the kids going there being able to do art projects, which true. You know, that's that's a, that could be a big part of people's vacations. I know I've done it with my kids there. So um, not every trip, but for somebody who's never been before and and wanting to spend more time in Epcot, that's the perfect place, the perfect thing to do in Epcot is things like that. But you know, like Steve said, it, you guys said it is a a food driven park. You know, even without festivals, because you have so many the outdoor kiosks, and you what you're in Epcot. What do people? I mean, the biggest thing about Epcot is, especially when you have the festivals going on, is drinking around the world. But you don't mm-hmm. need a festival to drink around the world either. So, and you always have, you always see somebody with a t-shirt that says drinking around the world with all the countries on there with check marks and whatnot. So is it, I mean, people are going to take their mask off to do that. And, you know, you're talking hot. So now you're talking, you know, you're drinking alcohol, you're wearing a mask. You're definitely going to be having a harder time. You're going to have more people probably getting sick, you know, passing out from that because they're just not breathing properly when they're drinking, especially, you know? Well, it's like if, like Steve was saying, if you're walking around Springs with a drink in your hand, they weren't really enforcing right. the fact you're wearing a mask. So if you're drinking around the world, you're really not going to be, you know, without a drink in your hand. So, I mean, how are they going to force somebody wearing a mask or not? Right. 
some of the other, I guess, some of the other news was that um, they're gonna do, they're gonna have a social distance team or something like that. I think they're saying they, they've 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 got them now at Disney Springs. They're okay. uh, they're dressed in yellow uh, attire. I think they were, I, I think they were part of like the kids crew, <laughs> where where. They dealt with a lot of children. Okay, <laughs> makes more sense. Which I thought, which, which I heard that I don't, I, I, I don't know how how true that is, but I heard that that oh yeah, well it's the kids' crew. I'm thinking to myself, well if it's legitimately like the the cast members who dealt with a lot of the kids in a lot of the places, it makes a lot of sense. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess they didn't have any else for them to do, so might as well <laughs> go do this. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I mean, I, I heard it and I was like, I get it. I understand them trying to keep, you know, morale up and everybody, you know, is trying to make the best of the, the situation and everything. But I was just like, man, that just sounds so silly. <laughs> yes. Well, I, you know, I, I was thinking about the other reason why maybe it's the end of end of July is that the Disney Disney made masks won't be available until then. Right. So <laughs> makes sense. You know, they're waiting. Oh, I lost my mask on, on Splash Mountain. Sure, you gotta buy a mask. You gotta buy a mask now. You know, it's it's probably one of those things. Uh, of course, they mentioned they're gonna have reduced capacity. I don't think they exactly announce what percentage it is, um, but it'll definitely be reduced capacity. You're gonna need reservations to enter the park. We don't know how that's gonna work yet, so that'll be something to see in the coming weeks how they're gonna handle that, especially with people who are staying on site. Um, but it's uh, it's interesting to see, and, and they're going to have social distancing, more virtual queues. It's just going to be an interesting thing to see um, when they first start opening. Because all right, so you have your reservation going to the park. What is that whole experience going to be like now? You're not going to have your meet and greets for the time being, so that's going to you know, that's going to be a little bit harder for people because they're going to Disney World because they want to meet Mickey Mouse. You know, yeah, they'll probably still see him on a stage or something like that, but. Uh, you know, that's it's pretty big to to, to not have characters uh, as meet and greets. Well, I mean, in your opinion, this pretty much is going to take out park hopping, correct? I mean, because if you have to make a, a reservation yeah. to get into a park, what's the odds yep. of you know you get a reservation for Magic Kingdom and then you be able to get a reservation, you know, at two o'clock to go to studios or something? Right. So, uh, you know, I I would think that people would probably start changing packages to one you're going to save money but it's it's a waste if you can't park hop there's no point in having you know that extra money right and the hours are going to be adjusted i mean we've already i think we've we've already seen uh on the disney website uh changes to closing at um i, I think animal kingdom opening at eight closing at six uh, Magic Kingdom opening at nine, closing at seven, uh, and uh, the others, the others are sim- similar when they open up, because you're not going to have fireworks, right? Yeah. So you don't re- necessarily me- need to be open that late. The early park hours for Animal Kingdom is great because if you want to see animals, that's really the best time, right. best time to see them. Now, for somebody, uh, for somebody like me, I, this isn't going to really work for me 
in regards of I want to be there at night. I want to be in the park at night. This is this isn't going to go on forever. So I'm just saying, you know, for the time being, we we don't think it's going to go on forever. But no. listen, I want to be in the park at night. I want to see it all lit up. I don't want to be there during, especially during the hardest part, the hottest part of the day. So if you want to get your value out of it, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people will go to the parks. You know, first thing in the morning. You know, leave around one o'clock, go back to the hotel for three, four hours, five hours, whatever it's going to be. Maybe have dinner at the park at five o'clock. I don't think you're going to have that anymore, especially with reservations. You know, you're not going to go back to your your hotel and swim and go back to the park because you're not going to have that uh, park time anymore at night after afterwards. So, well, I mean, another right, it's thing, a, to, it's a dead summer, right? Yeah, and, and another thing to think of too is, you know, normally, like you're saying, you're in the park till it closes. Well. What do you do when you get back? You, the kids brush their teeth and they get in the bed and they're asleep. They're done. Well, now right. if, if your evening's done at seven, now you go back to the room. You're like, great. I've got to entertain the kids that are all wound up now. And, oh, let's go to the pool. Oh, it's at capacity. We can't swim in the pool. So right. what are you going to do with the kids? Yeah, it's not an ideal time to travel. Listen, uh, if I had, it's like, it's like one of those things is because we've had, we have, we have a client checking in on the 11th. So. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with him yet. So um, I'm curious to see because you have so many people that have had planned these once in a lifetime trips that got canceled. I had quite a few clients that were, you know, planning for two years to, to come to Disney and they finally booked it and they they did it during April, you know, during spring break or whatever it was. Um, come July, it's going to be the same thing. It's as a once in a lifetime person that's ever gone, but gone is never gone before. Is it the time you really want to go? And it's, for me, somebody who's been all the time, I don't, it's not an experience that I really want to deal with. If I'm going as a first-time guest and, and, and experience it for the first time, it's a little bit harder. It's not going to be the same type of experience. But then again, um, you might be able to do more in the park, coming, uh, you know, doing attractions and things along those lines. So maybe it is a good time for, you know, first time uh, travelers to, to visit Walt Disney World. I don't know. It's just, it's just, we're in a, a territory we've never experienced before. Well, as we'll say, I think the good thing when you talk about a first timer, it's going to open the door to be able to do and see a lot more than what you would be able to. Uh-huh. Um, you, you're not going to have to worry about for good or bad meet and greets and stand in line for that the crowds are not going to be what they normally would be you know this time of the year so it could be you know someone who doesn't really care about parades or fireworks or or anything like that this might be a a great time to kind of go yeah it's going to be a little maybe a little cumbersome at first trying to you know get the hang of everything and who knows what's going to happen with the transportation because they're talking about cutting the numbers on that as well but it, it might be a, a great time to go and just kind of, you know, slow down and get to do and see a lot more than what you normally would. Yeah, I, I, I agree. The going there so many times can really can jade people as to what experiences they like, what, what, what their favorite things are and saying, oh, I'm not going to go back because of this. I've been to the parks with people who have never been there and never didn't know anything really about it beforehand. And I know what they did not get to do. They didn't care because they enjoyed what they had. Right. Now, that being said, yes, you, you, my guess is they will probably have characters where you can see them because in Shanghai, they, they put them up high, uh, out of, out of reach where you can, where they can wave and you can see them. So I could see them doing that. I can see the, 
you know, the Main Street train station uh, being a place for, you know, characters to wave. Uh, I can see some other locations where, where, where they're doing that. And that might be good enough for many people. If you want to get on rides, this might be it. Um, because, you know, you, there's not going to be any single rider lines, most likely. Uh, they haven't right. said that, but but if they follow Universal and they follow others, it's not going to be that. You're going to probably have space between, between uh, rows, so you'll be with your friends and nobody else. Right. So you'll be able to experience it that way. It'll be a different experience for those who have gone and those who have been there many times. It will probably not, it'll probably be a weaker experience. A lesser experience for them. For those who have never been there, I have no, you know, I have no idea. Right now, did they mention anything about buses? That's the one thing I, I didn't hear anything about. They didn't say anything directly about buses, but they did say they are going to be cutting back on the amount of people on transportation across the board. So, okay. so I would assume they're going to be running more buses and just less people on it. But who knows what's going to happen with that? Yeah, the big thing is, I mean, the the one park where it's going to be a a an issue for the for for everyone, even if, if you're not staying on property, is the Magic Kingdom, because the only way to get there right. is either monorail or uh, or ferry boat or ferry boat. Thank right. you. If you're staying on property, yeah, buses buses are going to be the thing. And believe me, I've driven by the Magic Kingdom parking lot. There's plenty of buses. <laughs> plenty. Of That's buses. where they're all parked, correct? It's where they're all parked right now. I would love to get a shot of that, just to see them lined up. It, it's kind of it's it's kind of funky. It's gotta be. <laughs> I, I was gonna say the one thing that that they did come out with that I actually was excited about because it's long time coming should have already been in place. They did say that they're going to have more places where you can use mobile ordering for your food. So. That I thought was kind of exciting because again, it it should have already they should have already had it in you know majority of the places to especially quick service places, um, but you know so I'm kind of excited to see that roll out and hopefully it sticks around for you know for for the long term. The one, yeah, I just I, hope that the, the reduced I hope the reduced capacity will also give you enough tables because they even in a lot of places with mobile ordering there's still it's still difficult to find places to sit right Take those bills <laughs> that's <laughs> always hard what <laughs> <laughs> uh, other things did they announce or that I just I, I can't remember anything else offhand anything else major no I mean they didn't really touch on the resorts, what they're going to do there. I mean, I'm assuming it's still going to be, you know, a limited capacity, at, you know, but they didn't really go into they They mostly just focused on uh, the actual parks themselves. So um, I, I don't know if they'll make an eventual, another announcement or something saying, you know, we're only going to allow X amount of people to stay on property. Um, I did find it interesting in the parks blog they had stated that uh, DVC could actually start. Uh, it would reopen on June 22nd. It said all oh, see Disney Vacation Club Resorts, all Disney World will reopen to members and guests, and Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground will begin to reopen on June 22nd. 
So it's kind of weird that they're going to open that that part of it so much earlier than with the, the parks and everything. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was strange. Uh, and who knows what else they're opening things up for? I mean, there is the discussion about the NBA coming, right? Uh, right. Also, the MLS coming. Uh, so they may have to they may be saying that because they're opening it up they're opening it for certain people so they'll use excess rooms and put other people on the other side I have no idea but I, I don't know why people would want to go if you're not going to be able to go into a theme park so you can go stand in line for a world of Disney well yeah <laughs> so my my wife and I had we were talking and we were like you know if they're opening up the 22nd it's not a bad idea if you want to just get this, because my son Connor might be playing summer baseball and it's going to start uh, July, um, because baseball has, season was completely canceled. Just so we were thinking about putting him in a summer league, and we're like June is like the perfect time for us to go somewhere. And we were thinking, well, what about if we did go to Disney World and just hang out at the resort and just relax and chill at the resort and swim? And then we got to thinking, well, they want you to wear masks in public, like in your in your common areas in the lobby and whatnot. I don't really want to do that. I think they also want you to wear it when you're walking the grounds. I don't really want to do that either. You know, yeah. and then what happens in the pool? Are they going to have social distancing in the pools? And are they going to limit the amount of people that can hang out by the pool? You know what? Not a good idea to just do that and um, want to go down there and just relax and, and maybe take day trips to the beach. Forget it. It's out. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. You, know, you go down there and just stay in your room, basically. Uh, yeah. Because I know here, uh, the pool we have in my neighborhood, the HOA, they I think there's like they allow 50 people on the deck and 25 in the pool at, at all times. So, so yeah, they're 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 going to have to put some type of restriction on that kind of thing. And and, and yeah, I, I don't know how they would regulate it. Is there someone there watching you and say, okay, you've been here for two hours, you need to leave and let somebody else come in, or is it going to be on? The honor system and you know as well as i do there's some people down there they're just not, they're just gonna be like hey i was here sorry i mean exactly. try again tomorrow so. i paid i paid three thousand or five thousand dollars for this vacation i'm not getting yeah. out of the pool right. right you know that i mean that's what it's going to be like it's not going to be it's not going to be a fun situation so especially in the summertime because everybody's gonna it's going to be hot and you're just going to remember if you are going during this time you got to lower your expectations and you're just going to have to relax. You're just going to have to take everything in stride. Yeah. We've actually, uh, my family and I, we've got a, a plan for Vero beach, um, mid July. And we're now we're kind of like, well, do we really want to go? Because again, you know, do we want to go just hang out in a room or, you know, half the stuff is they have already announced it's closed because they're doing, um, they're doing maintenance to some of the stuff, but you know, if the pool, if they have regulations on it, how are they going to justify that? So it, it, we're like, you know, do we even want to go do that right now? So it might be that we just completely, you know, put that on the burner for another time when it's a little less restrictive. Right. Yeah. I mean, the good thing, it, the, the, the thing is, I think starting late for them is they get to see what happens with the health of you know Florida and how that goes, right. and it's always easier to pull back restrictions than to have to add restrictions. I, I 
I so, think that's one of the reasons why it's also coming in later. They're doing it after the 4th of July holiday. I think they're hoping things die down, so maybe they don't need to do all those restrictions when they open up. Maybe that's right. the whole idea. Um, they're hoping things do settle down. That is my thought and my belief, because it's just I, I think it's just going to be a bad look. It's going to be a bad look if you constantly are seeing people with masks on in the park, people with mask tans, and then... <laughs> I, that's going to be the thing. It's the Disney mask tan. You know, you, you the people talk about the Disney rash, and now you're going to have the Disney mask tan. Um, and the other concern is that I have is because you have so many people who go to Disney World in the summertime who don't drink enough water, who are going to pass out from heat exhaustion. Having a mask on is just going to make that happen a whole lot quicker. So yeah. I'm just afraid that come you know July 11th. That first couple of days, you're going to have you, – you can if you had five times the amount of cases of people getting heat exhaustion in the parks as you would and a normal summer day, it's not a good look. Right. So – I also think Disney knows the mask thing is going to be a deterrent. I think so. Uh, and I think they, they – re- they, in some ways, they need to – they need to limit capacity – and that will definitely limit capacity for a group of people. So, yeah. in, in you know, putting that in will automa- automatically get them X amount less. Right. So that's easier for them to to either not have to turn down money or you know put put people where they may feel as unsafe uh, distance wise. Um, I don't think I have anything else to add. I think we covered it. I mean, it's just going to be certainly interesting. It's, um, I mean, I know Steve, you'll try to, to get to the parks to talk about it when they open, if you can. Yeah. Um, you know, if anybody does have a trip planned during this time and they want to come on and all these restrictions are coming on, you could tell us what your experience was like. That would be certainly possible. We wouldn't mind hearing that. So. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the guy you're talking about that has the trip for the the eleventh when they when everything starts firing up, it'd be awesome if, if he would be willing to hey, this is what happened and this is what I found out and this was our experience and He is a listener to the podcast. So Well good. So maybe he does want to come on. <laughs> or not. He's had enough. <laughs> yeah, <talk> exactly. <laughs> After last week's show? Yeah, no. I still haven't listened to that. <laughs> it's not enough. <laughs> There's never enough Sean. So Nothing else to add, Matt. You can uh, take it away. All right. So that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. Let your vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. And you connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to raise on iTunes. You can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream. MouseRoadVacations.com and MouseRoads.com. And you can find Keith at uh, Keith underscore H V A C on Twitter. Steve, go ahead. <laughs> you can find me at Disney Diary on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And please check out DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. Got to go find if that's an actual Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't, you never know what you're going to find on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Twitter at. 
Uh, Matt goes dopey. Instagram is mholly579. Uh, special thanks to Steve for hanging out with us this week. Um, make sure you go check out Disney Diary for all of your Disney news and everything. And Alan, hope you're wearing your mask, bud. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. So, you know, you talk about uh, masks. This is like the perfect opportunity for a Darth Vader mask that would be oh, yeah. that you could breathe through and you could <laughs> it just makes the sound the whole time <laughs> when you're walking. <laughs> could you imagine how much that would go for? Oh, I know. And people will buy it. Uh, the the one, one I was thinking about today that would, they would scare the crap out of people is um, from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.